Shut up, phone. <laughs> good, good morning, good <laughs> afternoon, good evening, uh, and welcome to this week's episode of The Button Bash Bunch. I am your host this evening, uh, Golding. Uh, I am joined by the young one, which is Stinger. Heatwave! This is my island in the sun. <laughs> All right, dickhead. Uh, I'm also joined by the man who forgot his PhD, uh, Dr. Zombie. Hello. That was it, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're also joined by the man who has many, many, many languages, um, which is Wintel. I saw the sun. And opened up my eyes and I saw the sun. Sorry, I thought I couldn't eat your songs. Okay. <laughs> okay, right, fair enough. Uh, right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Podcast, uh, see you next week. Uh, remember to check out the channel. It's Jump Crouch. No, no, I just thought that killed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so Winsor's Win, obviously a little bit head rushed from uh, recently getting in from work. So, bless him. He's confused himself. Well, that's it's what, Monday. That's what Jacob just did. He started in 90 songs, so I thought that was his thing. <laughs> no, no. Jacob was just being an idiot. Ah, oh, how 90s. <laughs> and plus, he doesn't even know songs from that era. He's too young. He must know. Got a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Must some pill jam at least. Do you know what I what what used to be Christmas for me actually uh, is when I was younger. Is when on a Sunday you used to have the smash. Was it the smash? It's poll winners party. Come on. And then that's when we uh, put the Christmas tree up. There you go. Yeah, I am slightly sad from those years. <laughs> <in the 90s. laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, right. what's in that? Every weekend, though. Did you put a tree up every week? You are. Just wasn't that every weekend they put that on? <laughs> no, no, they had a special one, didn't they, at Christmas? Like in the I middle did. of December. God, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. And you call yourself an 80s born baby. I do, but I'm going to be honest, I didn't really listen to the radio. No, it was on telly. <laughs> I don't watch television. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> didn't have I a telly. Didn't I have a radio. If it was on TV, then definitely, because the TV was controlled by my parents, and like anything that was released after like 1973, pff, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? What's this newfangled thing? What's this a rap about? With something. Rappity hop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, digressed. So, welcome. Yes, episode thirty-six. Oh, we're racking them up. We're doing quite well now. Doing quite. Well. I'm not going to give you the title yet because I'd like to do that uh, after we've done our opening scene. And our opening scene will be what have we been playing this week? Uh, I normally add something else in there, but I thought I'll be sensible this time. So, um, Stinger, what have you been playing with this week, other than your penis? <laughs> And here oh, I thought God. you might have changed, but no. <laughs> Don't be stupid. Disgusting. Please continue. Yep. Uh, I haven't done much. Did a bit of Stars Battlefront 2. Um, trying to think what else I've done. A bit more Wreckfest. Four Guys has got a new season on. Been playing a bit of that. Uh, and recently, just trying to finish the game, Far Cry 5. You're not finished that yet? No, I've got to, I've defeated... Three out of four bosses. I'm on the final one now. Ew. But that's basically it. Yeah. Get in there. Well done, son. Well done. I've been making space on the Series X for Halo Infinite, which is arriving in a couple of days' time. Oh. 
on that. Great. I look forward to next week when you get to talk about that crap. Oh, I will have so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you're not invited next week, so... Uh... <laughs> you're going to stop me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in pretty anyway. sure I can, I can actually just press a button here to uh, get rid of you. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> no, I'll do it. <laughs> ah, I'm indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's all balanced. <laughs> yeah. As all things should be. <laughs> 2v2. And, uh, thanks for that, Stinger. Thanks, lovely. You've been paying quite a lot then, haven't you? Yep. Good lad. Good lad. Bob, hit me with your big rhythm stick. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no rhythm. Uh, I didn't didn't want the rhythm. I just wanted the stick. Uh, That's fine. You can both. Uh, (laughs) Fantastic. I I did something that uh, is about... uh, out of the normal bounds of, of gaming, I actually played the tabletop game this week with Linsall and a few others mm-hmm. called, and you're going to have to help me out in this one because I can never remember the name of it, Betrayal House and Haunted Hill. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Is that it? Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed that game. You ever played it? Anybody here played it? No, but I do. No, I never. do love. Some You've never played it. No, I had a feeling when you when you were playing that character. Yes, uh, Charlie, when you played it, and you I just. Mean, I mean, no, you never played it before. You never it played it. Seemed ever. like I'd never played it. <laughs> <laughs> Considering she was almost dead in the second turn. Mm. So it's a it's a board game in which uh, you and up to I'd say you can get like was it four players, six players. Four six words. Anyway, you you and uh, you and your uh, stalwart companions go investigate a haunted house, and the way it works is uh, you explore the house first, so you only get the lobby, kind of the main hallway uh, tile first, and then as you get your get your characters to explore the house, more and more tiles gathered. It's a really cool way of um, giving the player a kind of a sense of exploration. Uh, good things can happen. Bad can bad things can also happen. Like for instance, one of the things that happens to one of our friends is that typically he, well, <laughs> he'll t- he'll take two moves and then usually end up in the basement after he's fallen through the floor. Makes for good fun. It's always hilarious when that happens. Uh, but the the whole idea of the game is that eventually, when as you start making your way through the through the mansion and. Um, getting lots of tiles out, out, you're going to have to keep making a roll for what's called the haunting. And the haunting, uh, when you refer to the, the rule book, after you've discovered a couple of uh, items or maybe some situations of a card, uh, that will guide you to the part of the rule book which tells you what the haunt's going to be. And then most times you get Betrayer. So one of the, one of the players at the table uh, now has to go into another room with the secret uh, uh, guidebook and then read what they're supposed to do in this um, in this situation. And the rest of the team, the non-betrayers, have got to do the same thing. It's uh, it's really fun, especially when you get to that bit and that stage of the game and you've got to figure out exactly, you're trying, you and your, your team of the survivors are trying to figure out what the, uh, what the betrayer's doing. Uh, and they're trying to figure out what you're doing because you have to beat each other in order to win. 
Uh, it's not always like that. Um, some of the uh, some of the hauntings are just straight up disasters, or maybe it's, it could be focused on co-op, and it'll be you know just zombies start pouring out of all the you know every nook and cranny in the house. But it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. That game I'd recommend everybody always try try at least once because it is it's hysterical. Uh, played another game that should be a board game, but can always play it in, uh, in person. But we had our first D D session after about a month, which was, was very, very good, very good. So then, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. I was pish. That's boring. It's <laughs> boring as fuck. It was really good. It was good. No, it's boring. It was, it was boring. boring. Nah, 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 nothing happened. Boring. Yeah, Rain was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no characters I, had any powerful. Who's that writer? By the way, he I don't fired. know. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, I, I he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I do love tabletop games. Though. I I remember getting proper into. I think it was Battlestar Galactica. <gasps> I've not played that, but I always wanted to. That looks so much fun. It are uh, it, it was it was it really was. You know, it's like five hours gone, and you know. It, <laughs> but I don't mean that. You found it. I meant it was. I, I, Tell, yeah, me it, have, yeah, that. Tell, oh. me, tell me about it, because I've never played that. Tell me about it. So, do you remember, <laughs> the, from what I remember, uh, do you remember the Resistance game we played? Uh, I didn't play that one. Did you not? Oh, well. I don't think so, no. Oh, fair enough. Well, I'll, I'll let uh, Golding do it, talk about it then. I thought I'd have so, a cultural reference point for you. Yeah, so I've never actually ever watched it uh, either. Me before. either. The, the, only, the only reason I just sort of uh, played it is because obviously the, the group that sort of invited me, like they loved it. So I was like, okay, fair enough. So the main aim of it is you're trying to um, find out who is the um, oh, what what are they called? It's cyclo. Oh, what the Cylons. That's Cylons. Cylon, Cylons. Yeah. So basically, you can have up to you can have up to depending on how many. I think it's four to six players. You can have up to two Cylons basically. In it. So what you're doing is you're trying to find out who's that, and then you're trying to uh, capture and kill them, um, basically. And that's the main aim of it. But obviously. Um, the Cylons have so many different little, little powers. They can do uh, a lot more things that the humans can uh, to try and protect themselves and to try and uh, mass, you know, that they are a Cylons. They're trying to sort of uh, get other people killed, basically, so they so they win. Uh, Sounds a bit like Among Us. But basically, yeah, yeah, near enough, exactly the same. Uh, oh, cool. Sense. Okay. You might have expansions you can get with it. The amount of extra stuff you can do. I say it's probably been about five or six years since I actually played it, but when we did do it, it was just all, it was it was amazing. It sounds it sounds a bit rude sort of talking about it, but uh, I say it was it was so it was so much fun. And I think the lad who got it, he must have had like you know 160, 170 pounds worth of expansions that he'd actually got. So it's just you know I must admit I've never played the actual just the normal base game, so I don't know how small it is. But with all those expansions, say it took us like five hours with six of us and it was really good one I've always wanted to try and have a go at is Ghostbusters not I've I've not got it but I just I would like it I've never heard of that one you know, no, me either. No, I didn't know that was a board game. I mean, everything's a board game, but yeah, yeah. everything I, is. Yeah, I played um, Game of Thrones as well. That was really good. Again, yeah, just a risk basically. A risk, yeah. right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, basically just risk. Yeah, that's a game. You can form alliances, but you know you're going to stab them in the back eventually. <laughs> yeah, Your job is just yeah. to do it before they do. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. It was actually boys v girls, and uh, the funny thing is, is the boys decided to team up. We got with the girls straight away, and then we just went at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Boys rule, girls drool. 
<laughs> so thanks for that, Bob. That was uh, oh, some tabletop fun. There's one I'll other game. Down. One other game I've just recently started playing. I might as well point it right now. Although I'm very much focused on the uh, on the podcast at the moment because this game is a god sim called uh, World Box. Just go check it out, please. <laughs> if there's a demo, just check it out. We will check out your box. Not a problem at yeah. all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell us about that next week then once you've got into it a bit more. Yeah, sure, certainly. Yeah, good lad, good lad. Uh, I'll go next then, uh, and then I'll put Winsol last. You know, save save the best or last. That's how you say it, isn't it? Uh, we'll go from bringing up the rear. Oh yeah, hey, oh yeah, I like Winsol <laughs> in the rear. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm driving over with my car. Right. Uh, so I've been quite simple. So obviously I've been back on Bioshock again. So I did it last Monday, and I also stole uh, Doctor's spot on Friday because he wasn't up to it. Uh, got quite far, and then I was really pissed off because the game crashed, and I lost about half an hour's worth of gameplay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so that is going to be tonight's bit of catching up. Uh, so I might not stream. I might stream. I don't know, but I've got to catch the bloody thing up and get back up to where I was because uh, that was annoying. Uh, what else? We played a bit of, yeah, um, Battlefront 2 with Stinger and also played some Phasmophobia, which Stinger forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dickhead, well done. And we'd uh, have missed that oh, because we, we would have missed that because that's when we were tabletopping. So. Yes, you were. You were tabletopping, yeah. hence. So it was uh, it was us two with Toast and Starbuck. Uh, we decided to do a little bit of a... Uh, of streaming, so yeah, Good. we had a bit of a uh, bit of faz, which was quite fun. Then Best Mark pointed that out during the and... game. Sorry, Best Mark even pointed that out during the game. Like he bit the uh, Discord on his phone and showed us the usual uh, old streaming. That's right, yeah, because ah, he mentioned okay. phasmophobia. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and he, I was like, Phas- he turned to me and said, "Phasmophobia is a weird game." I was like, "Yeah, it's weird, but it's got its charm." Yeah, good game. I love it. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. One of my favourites. Well, that is my game of the year from last year, so which we'll start to get to next. Hey, episode. save that for the next episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the last, the last thing I played was actually was uh, today. I've been, oh, a bit of on the uh, on the switch, on the old switch. I Ooh. went for a bit of Pac Man ninety nine. Uh. So nobody, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Tetris ninety nine came out a couple of years ago. Basically, Pac Man ninety nine, same thing. So you are doing Pac-Man constantly, that you're against 99 other people. Uh, and uh, you just keep keep playing until uh, you're the last one. Uh, is this another Battle Royale game? Levels get, no, basically what it is, is you just play normal Pac-Man, you keep going. Yeah. Now, ev- every time you sort of pick a pellet and then you swallow um, uh, some of the ghosts and you get like a trail of them you then send like extra ghosts to other players just to make it harder for them Ah, Um, so obviously the quicker you do do that so the more through your levels that you go through the quicker it gets and then the more that you send but obviously then people send them to you as well so it just gets harder harder and harder and harder and harder okay well yeah you already mentioned tetris but um super mario did something similar as well I think last year, but just like how many more versions of this game type we're going to get? I think you'll get loads of them, to be honest, mate. Loads because they are, they're a clever concept, and and actually to bring it up to Nintendo, they're all free. Ooh, okay. Tetris ninety nine, Pac Man ninety nine, it's free. 
you know, you can buy the expansions in the game, but the actual main game itself is free. And you know what? The main game for me is just enough to have a bit of fun. So, okay. Yeah. That's enough from me. We'll uh, head over to um, uh, the man of many languages. He may be short, but he has a lot of hair. That's Winsol. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing what no one else has been doing this week. I've been catching up for the game of the year next week. Um, so what have we played this week? Um, how do you guys think a horror game would mix with a card game? I know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you go on. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Okay, so but, uh, the way you've been playing this week is Inscription. Yes! Oh. Yes, what do you think? Uh, it is fantastic. It is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so I had, I had some idea what it was going to be like because I'd played these game before, uh, Pony Island. Uh, it's not what you think. It's actually a really fun game. Uh, it basically kind of like it subverts your expectations and he does a very good job of uh, changing up the gameplay. Um, a couple of times I felt, oh yeah, I'm, kinda, I'm used to this now, and then bang, the game will have a cutscene and stuff like that, and there'll be more story, and then all of a sudden, the gameplay's completely changed. It's fantastic. I really, really enjoying it. And I kind of don't want to say any more than that, because I think it's a game you kind of have to just experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't agree there. <laughs> is it a card card game, or is it an online card one? No, it's, it's a single players. player one. Yeah, single player. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh my god, it's so, so much fun. Uh, so I've been playing that this week. I don't want to say more, especially, you know, with Game of the Year. Uh, the other game I'm playing this week is uh, Psychonauts 2, finally. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, it's finally getting into it. Um, it. takes a while, I think, doesn't it? For me, anyway, personally. Yeah, it does take a while. Um, I, I'm not especially far. I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't know how far I'm in, but uh, I just met your family for the first time. Uh, that was a cool cutscene. So I've just done the first, like, kind of oh, mission, yeah. mission out. Yeah. That is good fun. So I'm playing through that. So I'd like to get that finished before we... Into some serious discussions next week. Uh, inscription, I imagine I can finish tonight, maybe tomorrow night. And after that, I was straight on to Psycho Nuts. Um, but apart from that, I'm just I'm looking forward to Halo as well. I need to try and make time for it. Oh, God. Halo. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it tomorrow? tomorrow? Uh, no, it's Today? Wednesday. Wednesday. I thought ah. it was the 6th. I, I, I could have sworn it was the 8th it comes out. Wednesday's an odd day for a game to come out. Uh, I've I've seen the hand before, mind you. Yeah, that's what okay. Maybe it's Tuesday, like American time, but over here it's Wednesday. I can see them doing that. Well, that's normally uh, we get yeah, it first, I mean. though, don't we? Normally we uh, get it, and then the Americans. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Well, back in the, back in Nam, you know, it'd be yeah, back in the day, <laughs> yeah, the Americans used to get it on the Tuesday, and we'd get it on the Friday. Yeah, and that's why I always used to go and line up outside Blockbuster to get Call of Duty. Yeah, Bloodwash are great for that. Oh. I mean, terrible for the publisher, but great for everything else. I know, Them and yeah. GeForce. GeForce were the best. GeForce would literally sell it as soon as they got it. Really? <laughs> yeah, if a game showed up like a week early, GeForce would be like, okay. Did, they, yeah, they just uh, sold it. CX were like that as well. I yeah, I imagine because... it probably would. But they sold be... it for like three times the price. It was yeah, like 80 quid. It was like, you what? Yeah. You taking pish? Oh, well, <laughs> you say that, I pre-ordered my copy of Halo and over the weekend it was actually packed and ready for dispatch. So Are we still talking about Halo? Yep. <laughs> and just <laughs> uh, to, to round off, yeah, you're right, uh, Singer was December the 8th. Huzzah! Yeah, you're yeah. right. 
So you have to it's wait. Not, it's not very often that we say that Stinger's right, but on this occasion, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. You absolutely love me. Yeah, I just that's, have a very funny way of showing it. That's, that's why you want me in your bed several times. <laughs> I just wish you'd go home. I, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm here. I'm at yours, licking your sheets. <laughs> My Jesus! I wonder what that wet patch was. Yeah, and I peed a little bit. Sorry. Sorry, Winsold. Carry on. Yeah, I know. Oh I know. my god! So I'm I sorry. I just, to... I am. I'm sorry to derail my own segment, but I've just seen something that's absolutely blown my mind. Was it me so... naked? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that. What is it with a sexual tension here? <laughs> oh, yeah, business. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of uh, board games before. Does anyone remember the board game Atmosphere? No. 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 Oh, my goodness. I I, oh, I'll send the link. I'll see if this jogs anyone's memory. But they're releasing a 30th, a 30th anniversary edition. And I don't know what to think of it. Atmosphere. Never heard of it. Atmosphere. Okay, so I posted it in oh, our Discord. No, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, it. everyone remembers it now, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh. The Gatekeeper. I am totally not French. <laughs> French? <laughs> what the hell's French? It's our Scottish Frenchman. He's not quite there. <laughs> I was trying to do a bad accent. Sorry. Well, I'll you do a better su- one next time. Succeed. You succeeded. <laughs> I am the Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, there you go. Sorry, and there goes our French community. Yeah, sorry. Yes. yeah, we're sorry, French people. Yeah. We love you. I really. tried to stereotype, but I have to say, oh, what was that? Was that Mexican? <laughs> I didn't know. Is that Mexican? <laughs> what are you doing now? <laughs> wow. Okay, there goes our Mexican following. I, bet I wasn't being fun of Mexicans then at all. <laughs> I was being fun of you three. Can we start insulting people? <laughs> no, never. I'll start never. myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me. God damn it. Yeah, so that, that was, oh my god, how would you explain atmosphere? Um, terrible would be a win. Um, <laughs> I have never seen this game before. <laughs> oh my god, it's oh, awful. Never. Oh, so is it so bad it's, it's good? Or? Yes, because of the videotape that you would play. Yeah, that was it, yeah. So does it come in DVD form or do you get a USB? I don't know what they'll do for the 30th anniversary. It's probably just a YouTube video. It's just going <laughs> to yeah, be strange, yeah. surely. Yeah, probably the cheap people. I mean, well, to be fair, like, would you have? A, I wouldn't even have a DVD these days. Like, yeah. No, it wouldn't I, be. I would, I would honestly just put it on YouTube. I guess it would be. Thing. It would be a YouTube video because that'd be free. Yeah, I'm exactly. just saying. There you go. I don't even have a disc drive on my bloody PC. I knew that. Yeah. So no, it and, and you would have to, you know, gather around your PC to watch it. <laughs> 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 it's a board game. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all I played this week. So yeah, we can actually got onto the topic. Twenty-five minutes in, near enough. Yes. Is that... Wow. Okay. Yes. So, um, so the topic, the topic is a bit of a different one this week. Um, actually, this is probably the last one uh, of the year that isn't a uh, game of the year as well. It is actually. Uh, so this is the last topic before game of the year. Uh, well, are we doing any on the twenty seventh? Uh, not one hundred percent sure yet. Okay, I, I wouldn't imagine so, but just, just, yeah. just in case. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, but, so yeah. you may have a, a week away at rest from his. Absolutely, business. yes, yes. So you know, you can give your ears a rest. They won't bleed much anymore, mm-hmm. especially when Stinger talks. So you'll be fine. Well, we have and to I'm listen to you. Accent. So 
Absolutely. Yes. That's because I am the king, though, Sting, and that's why. <laughs> All right. I'll stop being king told. of what? Sorry. Of your bedroom. Right. So. <sighs> Let's get on to this week's uh, this week's topic. This week's topic is uh, gaming and its affordability. Now, to me, this is a big one because I got very lucky with my PC. Very lucky. Um, you know, it's quite a decent setup. And I got mine just before uh, COVID hit us. Uh, well, actually, no, I'm lying to you. Just as COVID hit us. Uh, and that was back in April last year, 2019. Um, now, for the setup that I've got, you're easily looking to, towards two grand, where mine, I don't even think it was, I think it's about a third of that price. And uh, to me, it just actually makes you laugh a little bit that I think just over the past year, one, because of Brexit, uh, and two, because of certain things that have happened in the world, anything now with gaming, especially PC-wise, has gone massively, massively up. I mean, does anybody remember how much the PlayStation 1 was when it was first launched? I don't remember. No. Uh, not in pounds. I think I, I think it was $299. So Hold maybe on. Maybe like 250 200 I will tell you exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll keep I talking so we don't have to yeah, hear you typing. Yeah. Okay, so as many good listeners as you should listen to me talk. <laughs> I totally forgot now. <laughs> well, okay, you brought up a good point, uh, and I said, we'll segue in, into, yeah, the consoles. So the consoles are very, very expensive nowadays. And you can't get them. And you can't get them. So yeah, it, it doesn't, right, so who's buying them? Apart from uh, scalpers, scalpers. That's yeah, right. apart, yeah. apart from scalpers, like very, very few people are buying buying consoles now. No, um, most people buying consoles now never. Yeah, right, this is stuck at home. So that's insane. And they still don't have any. So who bought yeah. them? <laughs> scalpers. Scalpers. <laughs> okay, but no, right, take scalpers out of the equation. Well, you know, people are actually going to use the console for gaming. Who's going to who's buying them? I imagine a lot more people would if they weren't scalpers stealing yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I only have one, say, one thing to say about that. Fuck scalpers. Yeah. Fuck uh, they're scumbags. Get yeah. fucked. So, I mean, they don't understand they've just bought a depreciating asset. I like, mean, yeah. they're making money Ev- over it. <laughs> but eventually, eventually, they, well, if, if they... Um, like they bought all this PS5 stock and all this Xbox Series S or X. I can't. I don't know what one's the actual new one anymore. I've d- given up on consoles. Um, I've given up. I don't <laughs> have. Uh, so it's a, it's gonna it's a trend that's gonna go away anyway. Wait, eventually. So yeah. <clears throat> so I'm just wondering. Say the scalpers, like people just got up, we can't be arsed with the uh, with new cons- next gen consoles, nobody can be arsed with them, we can't afford the games on them. So, well, what the scalpers are going to do with all their stock? And so, oh, oh, we have all this, all these PS5s, yeah, I don't want them. Oh, oh shit, I just sunk like 10,000 million pounds into this. What well, do I do now? <laughs> that's harsh, it sounds, that's their own fault. Um, well, yeah, it is, that's one, that's my point. I, I have, you know, I, you know, if anybody's going to be scalper and does that and end up losing money i have very little if any sympathy for them it's 
you know, they saw, you know, they saw that demand, you know, when the new console comes out, demand is high. Everybody wants to get the latest thing. So scalpers will jump, jump on, see that bandwagon, jump on it, buy as much as possible and screw them over and go, right, yeah, we'll give you an Xbox Series X, but you're going to have to pay another 300 quid on top of the 450. So that's 750 quid. But it's it's always the same. Um, look at, uh, is it graphic cards? Yeah. Scalpers bought yeah. out and uh, going outside the gaming world. Look at hand sanitizers at the start of the pandemic. Hmm. And toilet roll and eggs. And toilet roll, and pasta. yeah. And they bought, you know, you see people online buying bulk load of it and then try and sell them on for uh, double, triple, quadruple the prices online or, you know, uh, by themselves. But, you know, he had online retailers trying yeah, to like, damage it. But... There's always opportunists in every situation. Um, a, I think one of the good things I've ever seen is I think most of those. Uh, bastards that's bought hand sanitizer got burned by it. I think, <laughs> well, honest, I think oh, honestly, the state done it a lot. Like, I think a lot of it was just like, oh, yeah, you're not doing this. No, that's not happening. Like, yeah. there's one of the few situations where they actually stepped in. Hmm. I, think, if I, remember it. I think there was one occasion where somebody bought like thousands of dollars worth of hand sanitizer, tried to set it online through Amazon, and Amazon took them down. So, they, the only thing they could do was give it away. So. Slightly back, sorry. So, what do you think the cheapest console was throughout uh, their history of when they were doing it? And that includes handhelds. Um, Tiger Electronics. Are we taking into account uh, inflation? Uh, I am taking into account inflation, yes. All right, okay. Whether we narrow it down, whether we just say out of Sony, Nintendo, and uh, Microsoft. Would say um, Game Boy probably the cheapest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, so uh, you are right. Game Boy is the cheapest, um, and the cheapest one was the Game Boy Advance. Oh, really? Back oh. in two thousand and one, including inflation, now is the cheapest. It would cost you ninety one pounds sixty five p. That's a bargain. How, what? Okay, now going back to the seventies, what would you say is the most expensive console now that you would buy? Um, what was out? Put it this way: oh, it, it was. Non- I would imagine it would be probably something like the three DO. No, no, really. Oh, the three DO was huge. That was way overpriced. Yeah, that was <laughs> in, in, in today's inflation market. It would. It is not the most expensive. Um, but the NES, maybe? Is it going to be something like a Pong? Because it was released at like four hundred dollars back in nineteen seventy. So it's you are, grand you, you're, you're very nearly right. Uh, not the, along that the Commodore sixty four. Nearly, you took Atari, Amiga, the Atari twenty six hundred hmm. would set you back with today's inflation one thousand two hundred and forty five pounds and seventy two pence. Wow. Jesus. And the second highest is actually the 3DO. Oh, yes, the 3DO was... 1,231 pounds. Jesus. Wow, get it renewed, Panasonic. Uh, when... Yeah, and how much was it, though, when it when it was released? $500. No. No. $300. What? It was about $900, no. was it not? What? £600, no, pounds, British pounds. Yeah, so that's yeah. about $900. Oh, fuck. I, I, the only reason I know about that is because... Uh, 
the streamer I like to watch, he's uh, he actually had the 3DO and he had the demo disc and he just sat streaming 3DO games and would tell you about, you know, I mentioned about the ridiculous um, price tag on the 3DO and how it just was not a success at all. But it has the so, greatest game ever on it. Palmer's mm-hmm. not ties. So... If you were to sell, if you were to sell one of these consoles Sandbag now, show that, guys. if you were to sell one of these consoles now, you would make more than what the um, new Xbox and PlayStation is worth. So, uh, so that's the Xbox One, the uh, oh sorry, the Xbox One X, sorry, the Xbox One, the PlayStation Two, the uh, the Xbox original, the PlayStation uh, PlayStation Three, sorry, and the PlayStation Two. The Nintendo 64, the original PlayStation, the Sega Saturn, uh, yep, the 3DO, the, um, what's that, the Turbo Gratrix 16. What the, is that? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, Never heard that what's that one? The, oh, the ColecoVision one, ColecoVision, yeah. and mm. the Atari 2600. They would all make you more money now than what um, you're physically buying the, play, uh, the PlayStation and the Xbox is at. I suppose, and when you when you put it that way, in the grand scheme of things, I guess that's probably not unreasonable for a yeah. PS Five or an Xbox Series X. The problem is just getting them. Yeah, if you wanted them, it's the same with um, it's the same with graphics cards, and that's only partly because of the uh, lockdown, but it's also because of a uh, crypto mining. Yeah. Well, it's it's also because of there is that was a, happened way before uh, COVID. Sorry, here you go. No, I'm say there's only there's only a certain amount of factories in the world that make chi- certain chips. Yeah, yeah. And earlier earlier in the year, one of them actually burnt down. Um, so there's one of three. One of three uh, there were well three. There were three factories that make certain chips for pretty much every single every single electronic thing you'd have. And one of those one of those physically burnt down in China earlier in the year. So they're now only down to two factories, and that's why a lot of things you cannot you're struggling to actually get for the simple you know just for the simple reason of it. I mean, you can't even buy brand spanking new cars now without oh. having nearly a year's waiting list. And yeah, a lot of that true. is because of this factory that's burnt down. I'm not going to say it's all because of it because it's not that's a lie, but quite yeah, it's a not, but it's because of like the the demand yeah, for the, uh, shipping uh, problems not just because of covid but also the Panama Canal getting blocked for a month. Oh yeah, that that oh, yeah. behind. Oh, we have Brexit, that. Brexit as well. Let's not forget Brexit. Yeah, and they're not also oh. we're not also having trouble securing cobalt as well. Uh, I think I don't know if it's just a new. Maybe soon though. Sil- silicons, silicons having a national shortage soon. Well, they're not trying to salvage parts like that from old cars to put them into new cars. Uh, I mean, no, they're just the outdated. Mm, no, but you but... could you take it out and what is it, melt it down, whatever, and then reuse it. Yeah, take your cobalt out. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, when you look at it? Actually, so when you look at it, it's not necessarily gaming. It's a folly. It's, it's live, isn't it? Now, yeah, as yeah, I mean, we're, I swear to God, if you take the Fallout timeline, the Fallout universe's timeline, yeah. and then put it against the actual one we're living now. Really odd similarities. <laughs> I know, yeah. So right. go and look at it. Go, I'll post the Fallout timeline up until they nuke each other, and then I'll j- just think about all the things and go, "Oh yeah, that sounds familiar." Um, well, it, I was gonna. I was when I was thinking about it today. 
I was going to make the point of considering all these shortages of all these things. What I want to know is how are developers and manufacturers of consoles, how are developers going to, you know, with the, the publishers behind them going, oh, you, we need a new game out, we need a new Call of Duty, we need a new Far Cry, we need a new whatever. And it's, well, you need to make the graphics better. It's like, yeah, but for who? Because we can't get graphics cards. So eventually there's we're going to reach a ceiling of... Uh, a, a hardware ceiling very, very shortly. And I'm like, who are you making these games for? Because it seems like if, if you keep doing this, then if you keep um, developing games that are more and more graphically intensive for some reason, I mean, uh, there's when it comes to PCs, it doesn't always have to be cutting edge because PC specs differ from person to person very wildly. Uh, and they have to account for that. That's why people, uh, developers like consoles because consoles are just one specific set of hardware. But it's like, well, even that's getting affected because you can't make the consoles and not a lot of people have them. Um, like, at, at what point are, you, are the companies going to go, well, we can't, can I keep this up? Because we're going to make a game that's so good and so graphically intensive that nobody's going to be able to run it or you know, we're going to release it for a console generation that isn't in a lot of homes. So, so well, at what point do you say, uh, maybe we're, what point is it going to crash is, is my question. When's that going to happen? Well, at the end of the day, these companies are here to make, well, only here to do one thing and that's make money, to make a profit. Yes. So it's, you know, there has to be a line drawn somewhere and, you know, the PC, you know, you could swap and change parts as much as you like. And, but you, like you say, you're going to get, you know, you could have one PC player that has a lower spec console, uh, lower spec PC. Then you've got somebody on a high spec and you start building stuff for high spec. And then essentially you, you know, you're cutting your market up. Yeah. Whereas the consoles, maybe it's a benefit because it's a set spec. Everybody has all the same spec. So you can build that game to that console and that console, let's say sticks around for, eight years you've got eight years to do as much as you can on that console then you go right we've done it you know we've pushed it to its limits now let's go to the next step up um but i, I did some digging around and i looked at the original xbox when it sold when it went on sale all the way back in 2001 so the initial retail price for the original xbox was 299 dollars but apparently, every soft, uh, every system Microsoft sold, they lost one hundred twenty-five dollars. Uh, yes, so, yeah, so every console they made, they were losing money from sales. Oh, although from what I remember hearing, most uh, manufacturers, most console manufacturers, I mean, uh, that's true for most of them. They they make money on their license because yeah. every game they sell they have their license to play on the console. That's where they make their money. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, it's up. Yeah. So they already know that they're operating, uh, if they if they make a console, they're going to be operating at an immediate loss. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm, interesting. I, I think, I think, oh God, uh, it might have been the Wii. It was maybe like the first one that wasn't a loss. Something like that. I, I don't know. I, I, I may even retract it. I don't even know. I know the majority of consoles, they all operate at a loss, at least initially, because then yeah. the cost of making parts will go down and they can make a profit then. 
No, oh, because they have yeah they have to uh, front the initial investment to you know produce all this all the all the consoles initially. So um, it does make a lot of sense. Um, I'm wondering. I mean, peripherals and whatnot are getting a bit. They're getting quite expensive. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine a lot of people are. I've got uh, HTC Vives and other VR VR headsets. You know. Yeah, I mean, you just have to look at Half Life Alex's sales. I think it sold over like, do I remember two or three million units? Which for a game like that massive, like it should sell. Way yeah, more than that. coming from Valve and coming, it being their the, the way to saying they've actually made that officially was developed by Valve. <laughs> it's when you guys decided to make a a VR game. Fair enough, but he's all right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you okay, Valve? And I guess that's what they do. That's they they like doing their. They just that's that's just how Valve operates. It's very very strange, but that always confused me why they decided to make a VR game after so many years, and for it to be a side story in a Half Life in Half Life universe. It was a that was a bit bizarre, but I think it, it's probably the highest. Um, it's probably the best and most well received VR game I think I've ever seen. So, it must have done something right. At least they're making games again. It was all yeah, stages well, just sort of put one. They did one. So we've done one in thirty years. Like oh, we can we can wait in our thirty years. Oh, but, the company's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, won't, it won't be half life free though. So no, it won't be. Oh, we all know <laughs> Valve can't count to three. No, they can't. <laughs> yeah. can. Valve yeah. time. Why not just go to four then? Ah, big brain. Big brain played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just to, first um, time he's been called that. Just, uh, just to give you an example of how crazy things have gotten, um, a card that's just based for um, like a desktop, like can't play games on it, it's just you know, a desktop card, mm-hmm. is apparently going for, I think it's about £200 right now. That's yeah, too much. To put that in context, um, I bought my 970, I mean, nearly seven years ago now, but I bought it for £240. And at the time, that was near enough the best card you could get. Like, easily one of the best cards. And it's seen me through, like, a seven years, cost me £240. And now, and the thing is, that card, I'm desktop thing, is nowhere near as powerful as the 970. Which is, like, now at the edge of its lifetime. Like, I will have to upgrade it at some point. I mean, I would like to, but. Yeah, it costs I'm not paying two grand to for it. a PC. I'm sorry, I'm just not doing it. I just want to answer um, Golding's question from earlier on. PS1 price? $299. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 299 <laughs> Yeah, yes. Yeah, I found that. I f- yeah. Unfortunately, I think we got ripped off because we, uh, us in the UK, had to pay £299. I know, yeah. I oh, they love doing that. that. Yeah. I don't quite get that. No, I Makes don't. more but... money. Yeah. Oh, there's there's an import tax you have to pay. Yeah, I, I know how much import tax is. It's not 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, that $299, equivalent to, let's say, 2020, what's on here, it's $507. So, yeah. But I, I think that's the only way you get... Well, I don't know about you, but you're buying a console, you're building a gaming PC... You know, deep down, you're not going to make a profit from it. It's just lost money. 
unless you hold on to it to, for 30, 40 years, then it suddenly becomes retro and a collector's item. But nobody goes into the gaming world and expects to make money out of it. I mean, uh, Buzzard might disagree with you there. <laughs> uh, well, that and, might, well, yeah. And every company that has decided to put microtransactions in their games, which, have we actually talked about that yet? No, I'm no. going to be honest. That's what I thought this episode was not going to be about. But um, yeah, let's see if I definitely put it. Well, I'll just okay. add, it, oh. add a little bit. The, you know, not making a profit for the consumer or the uh, the player base. We're never going to make a profit out of it, but for, uh, you know, make money out of it. But companies have to just to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just one of those like, crazy things um, I just got reminded of there when you brought up selling consoles like later on when they're kind of collector's items. Uh, we just were talking about affordability. Like the affordability of a lot of stuff is going through. Did you see the price of Pokemon cards? No, 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 no. they absolutely skyrocketed. You could not buy them for love. <laughs> why? Really? Yes. Why? Because people wanted them. I don't know why, but just in the pandemic, I've just decided, yeah, I want Pokemon cards, and the price of them just absolutely skyrocketed. What's the price of uh, Magic cards? That, that, that went up as well. As well. It, it's gone down now, but yes, that went up for a li- not as much as Pokemon, but it did go up a little. But but I know no one could play with them. But everybody wanted that just, them. Yeah, that just, that's my next question. It's like, who are they playing with? Because we're in lockdown, so yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> Unless you could do it by <laughs> webcam, I don't know. You can do it actually via webcam. Ah. Yeah, it's very uh, popular to do that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I thought it would be magic just in it, so I don't want to talk about it. It's <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Something different. <laughs> Jesus, I, I was just—I was just looking because when I when I, I was just looking because when I got my um, my graphics card uh, last year, yeah, I think it only cost me. I think it was two hundred and forty-nine pound for mine. It's a sixteen sixty. Uh, nice. GTX um, TI, it's a TI video one I'm just trying to look now I was going to say how much now is it yeah I'm actually looking you're probably looking somewhere between I think it's 439 or 779 <sighs> for a 1660 mm. are you taking the absolute fucking piss I know yeah, exactly that sounds about right why exactly. I'm not, I don't know Honestly, that's I don't like know. the retail price of the uh, oh, I'm not going to stop <laughs> okay. myself, I'm just going to shout for a <laughs> he's not he's, he's right though because it's uh, that would have bought you yeah, about five but eight years ago I'd have got you a very very decent gaming PC uh, <laughs> they need to be up in the angry dome <laughs> can hear it I can, I, can, I can hear you breathing <laughs> even though you're muted <laughs> No, I, he's, he is right though. Um, but then, instead of what I've done personally, instead of uh, I'll go on the very odd occasion, I'll go. What? Yeah, feel like getting your graphics card. Now look up, look them up, and go. Nah, I don't really need them. And then I've adjusted to I've adjusted my gaming habits to account for. The fact that I'm probably never going to buy another graphics card for probably the rest of my life. Uh, so you go into the like I I don't I have rarely ever buy anything off of uh, AAA developers because don't trust them anymore and I have a problem calling AAA uh, 
uh, games AAA now because I think that's not a AAA title. You just want us to think it's a AAA title, but you haven't actually put in the work. You're going to do that after you've got your profits, and then maybe but that's in, that's around for another another uh, podcast. Um, what I've just decided to do is well, see the amount of indie games that are coming out. And they're actually pretty reasonable priced, like the one I'm playing right now, Warbox, which cost me fifteen pound, and it's on. Uh, I think it's on sale at the moment. Like, and it's like I'm not. Um, I'm not one for wanting to chase the big, the big names anymore. Like uh, people buy FIFA every year and Call of Duty every year. I used to be one of those people, particularly with God, and I really, I was never really into sports games. But um, I've just kind of. By you know a natural occurrence, just just natural progression of, I just don't care for these big developers anymore. Big publishers releasing these huge games with enormous profit, uh, enormous budgets. I'm like I, I don't care about your games anymore. I just don't because I just don't think you, what you're selling, I ain't buying. I ain't looking for it. But yeah. then the developers. Coming up with all sorts of interesting things, and because they are actually still, they still have creative freedom. One person, one thing I'm going to again reference is Stardew Valley. Ah. One person made a whole game, and one of the best games I've ever played. Another one I'm playing right now, Warbox. Really simple. Another uh, pixel uh, art based game. It's really, really interesting. So I, I can. I can definitely game on a budget, and I can game without having to, without needing a stupidly expensive uh, piece of hardware that I'm never going to get, and particularly not particularly interested in getting anyway. I can do it without. I don't care about it. So it was my point with um, the PS5. I looked at the PS5 and went, "There's no games I want on it." There's Demon's, there's yeah. Demon's Souls remake. I don't care about it because I've already played Demon's Souls. It's it's pretty Demon's Souls, so. I, if someone came, I know it's not going to happen. If I won the PS5 and Demon's Souls remake, I'd play it and I'd enjoy it. Do I want to go and buy it? No. Am I going to uh, work myself into a twist going, why don't I have this console? No. Because it's, I'm just not interested. Am I bored about getting another graphics card? Not particularly. Reading more books, if anything, these days. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it's. I think. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to continue uh, getting invested in the gaming culture that AAA publishers and AAA businesses have set up around gaming and developing games. Like the whole wanting you to get their next their next product. I, I think um, I think probably what we're gonna gonna see is a natural moving away from that sort of thing. Like you seen it with E three, like nobody cares. As I, I hear, I hear so many stories of people just like E three. Don't care about it. It's a shame, really, because um, E three. I, I might not have the same amount of enthusiasm or enthusiasm or energy for E three, but I still enjoyed that one time of the year where. All the developers and publishers would get together, show off a load of game trailers, and you know it, it'd be those what you know those few days where just constant dropping of trailers. And it's always bound to be a couple of games you know I want to get, but uh, it I don't know. It's 
I think I've gone past the stage. Well, I've gone past the stage where as soon as a game comes out, I go, I have to get it. But yeah, there's, there's always a couple that I make an exemption for. Um, but it's like when the new Series X came out, I knew about the scalpers, and okay, I you know I got one uh, with a bit of help, and I did you know try to pre-order one by myself. But it wasn't. I wasn't in the mindset of I have to get a console or I have to get this new console. It's just like I'm going to try if I can get one. Fair enough. If not, then it's no big deal. And it was partly because Halo Infinite was meant to be a launch title. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to be honest. Yeah, but then but then it got delayed a year. But even still, I, you know, I don't regret getting it. I, I still uh, I still enjoy it, but. Yeah, like I said, I don't feel the need to rush out and get a game as soon as it comes out. I mean, I used to get uh, a load of the Call of Duty games, but after a while, they just the appeal just stopped. I, I don't yeah. hate the games, but now you know I see some of them, and you just like it. Does, it just doesn't grip me. I'm just like, oh, just another one. Uh, do you know what? I was the same. I think Call of Duty. I got the first like I got Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two. And they're the only ones I actually played the campaign on. After the rest of them, I just got them for online. But then I started to get bored of it. So I always, yeah. I always got them for the campaign, and the multiplayer was a bonus. It was uh, which one was oh, it? Modern Warfare Three pissed me off so much. Modern Warfare Three was disappointing, but it was crap. Yeah. It was yeah. crap. Ghost it was, was crap. worse. The multiplayer on Ghost was just now. Never... The alien mode was all right. I, I enjoyed that, but the multiplayer. No, I think the first one where I probably stopped was, I think it was Black Ops 4, and that was the first one that didn't have a proper campaign uh, mode in it, so I was just lost interest in it. Then I got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the 2019 one, but I only got that, I think it was earlier this year, I actually got the game, so... Um, but sports, game, sports games are notorious, it's... Um, they oh, release don't a get game started on sports. Yeah, the re- well, they release a game every year, and you know how much, ch- how much, how much changes do they put into it? Uh, and most of the time, it's running on the same engine, and they keep reusing it the same engine. Yeah. Um, okay, I I buy the F one games. Um, I think I've got a grand total of five of them, but each time I bought one, I made sure there was enough diff- you know, enough in there to go right. That's worth getting. It's got all these new features in it. I'll make an effort. I don't feel I need to get a new game every year just because it's a new one. See, I, I've got my, I've got my own thing on sports. Is the annoying thing is with all sports games, all of it, including the racing ones, I don't see the point. Just for the sheer fact of you're right, it does pretty much run on the same engine, and they don't really do much apart from change the look, change the look of it when you start it, yeah. and um, and obviously readjust all the teams. It's like to be honest, a lot of it does it live for you anyway. Now, when you go on, oh, do you want to play with this week's team? Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like, great. Why can't you just do? Why can't they do maybe a yearly subscription of it? Of instead of buying fifty pound for the game, okay, yeah. maybe let's do a fifteen pound subscription. So at the end of the year, you pay fifteen quid, and then you know it updates you to all the new transfers, all the new blah 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 things. Like I'm just taking talking football uh, like that, and then it could do similar with F1 and that as well. And then when they want to make a, a massive different look and change to it, right? Let's do a new game. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know uh, why? Because they lose money out of it. Well, yeah. Mahe, mahe. It, I agree with that. You know, let's just go back to F1 as an example. So let's say you release a brand new game for this season. Then you do like a season pass to do, let's say it does five seasons on that base game. And after those five seasons, that's where you do your major upgrades. Like, right, we're bringing a new game out. This is the new version. And it's going to have all these brand new changes. Yeah. But the problem is it's money. Which makes you what? Which makes you more money for the publisher? Yeah, and it's just releasing a new game, but it begs the question whether us as the players just get tired of this, and are they actually making money more money from it? I'll be honest, I'm tired of it now, and that is one reason why. It's like this year, I did not buy Resident Evil when it first came out for the sheer fact of I'm not paying that price. I've been waiting and waiting till it gets cheaper. It's still not come down. I've played it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I won't say how, but it's it's still not cheap enough for me to buy it. But it I will buy it when it gets cheaper. And that's why I wait until the Steam sale, and then I will literally, instead of buying paying £40, £50 for one game, I will pay £40, £50 for maybe four or five or maybe even six yeah. games that I've wanted, and they've come down. So I, will, I very, very rarely do it. I mean, I subscribe to Game Pass, and that is the only reason I've got Back for Blood. Only yeah, reason... Otherwise, I would not have paid, what is it, 50, 60 quid, Bob? 50. Yeah. 50. 50 quid, because, Bob, did you buy it? I did, but then I'm a fanboy, so I get and, to... Exactly. I, I, and I've got, again, got nothing wrong with that, again, because some people, if you're fans no, that's, that's... certain certain game titles, do you know what? I won't hold it against people, because that's what they like. But yeah, abs- absolutely. Like, when I bought that game, I was like, I know no, I'm not expecting anybody else to get this game. I, I'm getting it because I want it. And because yeah, it's yeah. back for blood, and I'm like, okay, talk rock studios. I'm never going to get Left for Dead three. Okay, oh, give me back for blood. Excellent. Oh, quite an awful lot of it, which is surprising. Uh, but no, that's a, that's an absolutely fair point. Um, you know, if, if if you really do want the game, by all means go and get it. But. I, let me ask you a question. I actually get so engrossed in listening to the podcast there, I actually forgot I was a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these guys are making really good points here. So like, what am I listening to again on the podcast? Like, oh, yeah. So here's my question, and I think um, I think uh, Golding already partly answered it. Do you get the impression that, uh, you know, the gaming industry, as it's as it stands now, wants us to keep being hooked on the next big new thing. And if that's the case, are you getting tired of it? Because I certainly am. Um, yeah, that's my thing. I'm bored now. I, I, I haven't bought a football game since I think it must have been Pro Evo 16. I was given a lot of them by Konami because when I was with my old... Um, uh, review company we kept we because we were basically a massive part of konami they gave us the game uh so yeah that's one reason why i've not bought it but also i just never would never bought fifa since like fifa 9 09 and the only game only game that i have bought full price in the past five years uh was the last of us part two that is it and that was what Two years ago now, two and a half years ago. No, that was last year. Was it? Was that last yes. year? That's not even eighteen months ago. Wow! But that's it. You see, that's still, yeah. a, long it's still it was, a long time. Still a long time. 
It was something yeah. I was going to bring up because you were like, uh, Phasmophobia was a game of year last year. I was like, I thought it was The Last of Us. <laughs> no, I thought Phasmophobia no, was, wasn't it? No, I, can't I, you, I, was, I was pretty sure you said thingy, uh, Last oh, of Us. Do you know what? I generally cannot remember now. Uh, last of Us was in there, definitely very much high, uh, but I can't remember. Yeah. Hmm. I apologise if I've got it wrong, but I thought it was... No, it's okay. Yeah, it's my thing, just perfectly out to change your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when you played uh, Phasmophobia, and you were like, ah, it's Last of Us, Smashed of Us. <laughs> but, but that's it, you see. And not being funny, Phasmophobia, yeah, bought that, but, you know, it was eleven ninety nine. That, to me, isn't exactly a backbreaker. Okay, yeah, it was an early access game, but still. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing. It's a lot easier to take a risk on an indie game when they're only charging you twelve pound for it than it is to take yeah. a triple A game like uh, Cyberpunk <laughs> and they're asking for fifty. Yeah, mm. exactly. And, and then it, you know you can only play half of it because it's yeah. shit. Because you can play four of those indie games for the price of one triple uh, A. Yeah, it, it comes back to the whole hype topic topic we did. Oh, they, 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 you know, these triple A publishers and developers will build up such a game, and you only end up, you know, if it doesn't work out, you're only going to be disappointed with it well, let's get, and let's you're going to be getting... you go. uh, it's just going to say all you're going to be is disappointed that you spent 50, 60 quid on that game whereas you've got these indie developers you know you get a few trailers and gameplay footage but they don't try and build up the hype as much as they do with a AAA then you end up being more likely to be pleasantly surprised yeah it... I, th- I really, it's it starting to really, really annoy me when I see developers, not developers, publishers, just going, we can just market a game really well and it'll sell, and uh, who cares what kind of state it's in or if people even like it. It's just as long as we get the marketing, uh, you know, uh, done right, then that'll be fine. Uh, Destiny, looking at you, uh, which i'm thinking like see all that money you spent on marketing see if you just actually put it towards developing the fucking game in the first place you might have actually made a lot more money and people might have actually liked your game instead of fucking arsing about um it's a bit harsh on developers normally developers no sorry i i don't mean developers i mean publishers yeah yeah that's fair enough Eight. I think I made it. I'm not sure if I made the distinction there. I'm not meaning developers. I'm not publishers. The zone I have the problem with. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. thanks for thanks for correcting me. That's yeah. No, I, I was yeah. going to just make sure. If, if I did, if I did mention developers, I'm sorry. I didn't mean developers. I mean publishers. No, you absolutely did not. It was just a case. So just yeah. Make, yeah. Never make a distinction. What are you? But, uh, I was just going to say. Only uh, go. Uh, I've, I've gone off. Uh, I lost a tangent. Um. If you want a game that's not by triple, you know, uh, you know, developer, a game that's been developed that's not necessarily backed by triple A. Team Seventeen usually has a wide range of they're games doing, they yeah, publish. Yeah. They're, yeah, I think we mentioned them as uh, the <laughs> and the good end of the spectrum regarding uh, publishers is um, Team Seventeen just just eaten up. Absolutely every type of game under the sun. So what are you guys doing? Where did you get all this money to buy all these? So are we just going to publish yeah. anything? So yeah. Like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, but I mean, maybe they're doing maybe they're doing some good in the world. I, I don't know. I'll tell you what, they've got that worms. Everything. Fuck you, money. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Right. So a quick question here. So if you can get a, such a good game from Team Seventeen, which is quarter quarter the price, are games nowadays worth? 50 60 pounds no no and also 
are they worth this crap where you get all of this extra stuff where you can pay near enough a hundred pounds for a game just so you can get some extra skins, some extra no. guns, no crap like so. So I think we're all probably in, in actually no Winsol. What do you think? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm about to pre-order uh, Destiny 2. It's Queen Deluxe plus Bungie 30th anniversary bundle for a very reasonable 87.99. I don't know whether he's being serious. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was going to say, uh, does anybody remember the well, the limited edition box sets or for these big games? Yeah. Years and years ago, you get them in a proper big box and some of them will come like with a special model. And, you know, they were great. And the special editions now, it's just like, yeah, you get the base game plus a few extra skins. It's like, well, I'd so like to have a bit physical. I'll, I'll let you into a thing. So, obviously, for the old place that I used to write for, uh, we used to get the press press pack, comp- uh, press pack ones, um, which were massive, you know, got all sorts. The worst one they ever, ever sent us. And I don't know why they did it. Uh, so, we got Dirt 2. Oh no! Right, oh, <laughs> I no. like that game. The game, the game was all right. It's not the game. It's how it's how they did their press press pack one. Came in a box full of dirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the thing is, is they didn't even protect the disc. Oh! They literally put the disc at the bottom in its little spindly bit. Put a load of dirt in with some little cars <laughs> and whatnot in there, and it was like, oh yeah, the, it's at the bottom. And then when you got it, my god, it was scratched to fuck. You were like, so that's not playing really, is it? So then you go back I... to him, you go back to him and go, yeah, uh, I can't play this, it won't work. And what they come back with? Yeah, sorry, we've had a couple complaints about that. Uh, we're not sure what happened. Yeah, well, we fucking do. <laughs> that's that's that um, that quote. For that exact situation is the Jeff Goldblum quote from uh, Jurassic Park. And so you're so busy. Uh, what was it? Was it says? about whether or not you could? You didn't stop to think whether or not you should. Yes, uh... that's that's it. it's like that's a funny thing. If you just had, if you just sent the like, okay, fair enough. I see what you tried to do here, press kit wise. Yeah, it's funny, but if you actually weird. want the fucking press to play your game. Send them just the game in its normal in a box. Yeah, exactly. So, so as bad as that. Since it's a joke, but Jesus H. But something wrong with doing it's a joke. But at least make sure you can send the disc in a protected state so you can actually play it. But, 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 no, but send that and say, "Oh, look at the th- look at the funny thing they did. Oh, let's have a good laugh at that. Use it as something you can take a picture of. It's so, like this is how we got it. Just kidding. Here's the actual disc." Fine, but to go, oh, uh, didn't realise uh, putting this in a box of dirt was going to break it. Oh, what <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can find the uh, the picture or video we had of it. God, that's giving me a so. fucking headache. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, we need to start so, rounding it up now. So, sorry guys, go on, Winsor. I was going to say, I, I actually can tell you a story of something worse than that. Oh, oh go on. Yeah. Um... Oh, God, I'm trying to find this video very quickly, but I'm not going to be able to find it. Uh, so, does anyone remember the game Bulletstorm? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was a video I seen on Giant Bomb where they got sent a press kit for Bulletstorm. Now, it didn't have the game. It had a trailer for it. Instead of just sending this on a USB stick, they did. They sent it with, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. It did have a USB stick with the trailer for it, and that was fair enough, and it had some stuff about the game. But it also was packed in a carton of meat. Oh, the oh in it. I've heard about this. Yes, it was rank. 
and they had to literally dig through this meat that had been sent through the post, so it was rank. It was obviously. rotten, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah. to be fair, it had the big stickers on it, like, do not eat this, yes. do not eat this meat. Yes. <laughs> I just uh, utterly, utterly insane. And that poor animal, that died for nothing. Yeah. That died to be a press release, man. <sighs> how, how degrading. It, Some places just don't think, do not yeah. know. That's back to that golden yeah, that's quote. That's people can isn't it? Yeah. That's that people can fly. Um, epic. Really? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. God. They should know better. Shame oh, on you, for Epic. For fuck's sake, guys. Just to get a fair, grip. To be fair, I bet you it was some marketing team they just sent it out to. Like, it was neither of those companies. It was just, oh, yeah, we'll send it to this Probably team. not, they, yeah. Probably it, not. And they're the one that done it. See, what? Right. What's annoying me, just a quick thing, is how the prices of games have gone out. Well, it's not just over the years. It's uh, through each generation. Because I remember on, was it the original Xbox, a brand new game, which set you back 40 quid. Then you go to the 360, which went to about 50 quid. Then it was, I think it was 60 quid on the Xbox One. Then the Series X at one stage, they were pushing about 60, 70 quid for a brand new game. Stop going up. Just keep, you know, I'm... The most I'd ever pay for a brand new game would be no more than 50 quid, but I come on, it, it keeps on increasing at £10 per generation. I wouldn't it's going to get that. to stay. Go on. <laughs> I think about £40, £45. App- that's what I paid for Last of Us 2, the absolute maximum. I would never pay anything more than that for a game because I don't think it's worth it. No. And do you know what? I'd much prefer to wait a year for it to probably half in price me to think, I'll get you know when the next one's coming out. Okay, I'll get last year's one. Yeah, you tell that to Call of Duty because they don't seem to do that. Well, it's, the brand new one will come out at sixty quid, and last year one is like, oh, it should be cheaper by now. No, it's still fifty quid. That's like, yeah. why? That's why I do love the Steam sale because do you know what? It is proper good. Or go and see my mate Steve at CD Keys because that's always the same company that actually fucking emails me. <laughs> right Steve from CD Keys he's always Steve and he always oh we've got this do you know what yeah I can't fault CD Keys they're good and cheap see the cheapest game I ever got brand new I say semi recently um, uh, when was it? it must have been three four years ago was Crash Team Racing the remastered I got that for 35 quid see <laughs> I, I will just drop one bomb in, though. I will just drop one bomb in. Uh, Nintendo, you are wankers for your game pricing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. yes. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, end of. So, And on that bombshell, we're going to have to come to an end, gentlemen. Yeah. End stinger. Um, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it was a, a good fun to talk about uh, how we all get ripped off. Uh, with our games um, but next week please join us as we are on the countdown to game of the year so next week will be uh, 10 till 6 uh, not the times being there the numbers uh, on the top 10 <laughs> um, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have some surprises in there I'm quite excited to hear what Winsoul's got uh, coming in because I more than likely haven't heard of half of them uh, I'll tell you my fifth game on my list right this very second. If my phone will turn on. Uh, I'm not definitely not stalling for time now while this loads up. Uh, <laughs> how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm fine, we're fine. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Ah, that's great. Yes, yes, yes. How's um, your testicles? Are we still not stalling? Okay. 
Oh, well, you actually haven't heard of the fifth game of my list. Uh, Aragami 2. Uh, yeah, I know it. Oh. Yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah. Save <laughs> so it for next week. Next week yeah. Save yeah. it for next week. Oh, well, what will be next week? It'll be the week after. That's five, isn't it? We're going, only going to six next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. You wait two weeks for that. So, um, oh. we'll see, you'll see our, our um, lower end of the top ten like, next week. That's... Not see, but you'll hear from us even, you know. So, um, yes, thank you very much for joining. So, please feel free to carry on listening to us ramble on. Uh, we've got 35 other episodes uh, ready for your listening pleasure. Uh, you'll hear some randomers in there as well. You also used to have somebody called Zen used to be with us, but uh, he's a bit of a dick and wandered off now. Uh, he does his <laughs> well, own thing. He's a bit thing. demoted now, hasn't he? So. Yeah, he's doing the, yeah he, sing, he sings on a Monday instead. Uh, I've heard him singing his crap, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> we've, uh, we've also got our website, uh, city-17.co.uk, have a gander at that. We've also got our YouTube site as well. Well, Jump Crouch, please go in and have a look and a listen. You've also now got a lot of us on Twitch. So you've got uh, you've got myself, Golding513. I'll be streaming after this. So uh, search, like, whatever, friend me. I don't have many, so I'd like some more, please. You've got Dr. Zombie. What's your handle? What's your handle? Yeah. Oh, sorry, doctors. It's Doctor Zombie, but instead of IE, it's a Y because someone already had Doctor Zombie. So you're just going to have to tear it up. Exactly. See, so Zom- he normally uh, streams on a Tuesday and a Friday. Uh, no. Then... Oh well, yeah. No, it's, it's well. Uh, so you stream with Starbuck on a uh, and a Tuesday and a Fridays. Uh, Fridays, yeah. Fridays. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Doctor Zombie streams on his Friday. Uh, you have also, as I just said, you've got uh, Starbuck. Uh, she streams on a. Tuesday, and then she sometimes streams randomly at the weekend or just any night she feels like it. I'm surprised we've not seen her this evening actually streaming. Um, and then that's it at the moment. We're hoping to get Winsol and Stinger onto streaming at some points uh, when they can be bothered to have a go. Hey, I make random appearances with Starbucks. I... I mean, on your own, though, Sting. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, you know, we like to hear you talking rubbish. Oh, we'll, stre- we'll stream, we'll stream there, right, first together. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes, there we go. And Winsor, when do you get you on streaming? Uh, 3rd of uh, Smarch. <laughs> <laughs> Love so, Smarch weather. So, so, we'll, so we will get Winsor on streaming. I, I have been thinking about it. I'll try and I'll look for something. Do you want to know what? I'd actually, I'd actually be really happy because I'd like to see some of these weird, obscure games that you want to stream. So. You talk about it a lot. It's about to show. About exactly. To show. I, I, I'm interested in, in Winsoul in more ways than one, but I'll talk about that later. Because um, he just, you know, yeah. Save it for the other podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, anyway, sorry. Probably stop. Yeah. Stop. 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 On, this note, on this note, I will say thank you very much, gentlemen, and uh, we will speak to you next week. Goodbye. See you guys. Bye. Goodbye, Nate. <laughs>